Oh, hi. Hello. It's Dom. And along with my co-host, Amy, we are the hosts of Horror House, True Crime, and The Macabre. If, like us, you have a morbid curiosity with true crime, the paranormal, cults, and more, then our show may just satisfy your curiosities. We release episodes on Fridays and bonus episodes every other Wednesday. You can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts, and you can also find us on Instagram at horrorhouse underscore pod. So, all that's left to say is, until next time, my friends, stay spooky. Run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run, run, run. Run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run, run, run. Bang, bang, Surprise, bitches! You thought we were doing Bunny Man Massacre. Well, I was ready to. I did watch the film. And it is Easter, and it would make more sense. But I saw the Super Mario Brothers movie last night, and I cannot not talk about it. So I thought I would switch it up a bit and do that one instead. Now, in saying that, I understand this is a brand new spanking film. So if you don't want to listen, it is going to be spoiler free in relation to plot. Okay, but I am going to discuss little things that are seen here and there. And I am going to discuss the actual, you know, voice acting and all that sort of stuff. So if you don't want to listen, completely understand this is very out of the norm for me. So now is your time to get out of it. (laughs) For those of you who want to stay and listen, welcome. Let's get this bitch started. Cue the music. You're only given a little spark of madness. Followed Mr. Carpenter, but he saw couldn't have been a dream. It was too real. But it couldn't have been true either. It was too deliciously frightful. Frank catch yesterday. Old times are only good when you've had them. That after night, all alone. Daddy's all pent up. Let's freak. You're the rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Why, hello, and welcome back to the Film Spark podcast. I'm your host, Ebony, and yes, we are doing Mario. I know I promised the Bunny Man Massacre, but believe me, you're not missing out on much. But I will be coming back to that at a later stage because it turns out there are three of those, and I actually watched the second one. So, <laughs> I mean, I was going to do it anyway because it made no difference, but I went out and saw the Super Mario Brothers movie last night and I can't not talk about it this film this film just fills my heart with so much joy so I have to talk about it but before we get into the nitty-gritty and yes this will be spoiler free as I said I'm not going to ruin anything in relation to the ending or the main plot line I will discuss some easter eggs so this is your second warning Leave now if you want to know nothing at all about the film. For those of you who've seen it or just want to listen, you're welcome to stay. But with help from Princess Peach, Mario gets ready to square off against the all-powerful Bowser to stop his plans from conquering the world. With the voices of 
Yes, we know. Chris Pratt. I'll get to it. Chris Pratt, Anya Taylor-Joy, Charles Martinet, Jack Black, Charlie Day, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, and many, 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 many more. Many more. This film. Now, the main reason I wanted to talk about this film, because I wasn't going to. I wasn't ever going to talk about it. Maybe, like, if I'm still doing the pod years down the line. <laughs> but I wasn't going to do it anytime soon. But after reading the amount of backlash this has gotten from critics and then seeing it last night, I have to talk about it. Because this film is everything I wanted in a Mario animated film. But what gets me is you don't need to enjoy Mario to enjoy this film. This is a fun kids film. And I just don't understand where these critics are coming from. Are you literally just shitting on it for the fact that it's a game movie? Because this is the sort of movies we need from the game industry. Not that fucking Sonic shit. Not Detective Pikachu. This. If it's an animated game, make it animated. Make it fun and draw the kids in. And this is what we've needed out of a Mario film. This film is fucking chock-a-block of Easter eggs. And I did actually recently read a review where they thought that was a bad thing and they said, you know, they're all just shoved in there for the sake of it. But this film is really well paced. There's a lot of stuff that happens in this film, don't get me wrong, but it's not just like here's Nintendo vomiting at you for the sake of vomiting at you and we're just going to let it go and that's it. This is a film made by Mario fans for Mario fans and non-Mario fans. And when I say that, obviously, if you don't like Mario, you're not going to like the film. But I mean, in relation to those who don't or have never played the games, the kids that don't understand that you've got a GameCube ringtone going on or, you know, you've got bits and pieces of not just Mario in this film, but there's Nintendo, you know, you've got the Splatoon squid in the water. And then the way that this film is laid out and what happens is perfect for Mario. Having this little backstory of, you know, them coming into the actual world of the Mushroom Kingdom and the Darklands and coming from Brooklyn and seeing their little family. Like, it's just a fun film. You know, watching them go through the different areas of the Mushroom Kingdom and the different lands um, and then seeing something like a, a pack of Yoshis running in the background. Or getting to, you know, Donkey Kong and, and Diddy Kong and the world of Kong. And, you know, they actually make their carts. <laughs> like you get the little wheel and they get to choose each part of their cart. And it's just such a fun way to include Mario Kart in the film. And I always want, like, that was my main thing. I had heard that they were going to incorporate multiple games into this film. And to me, I thought it was going to be much like what the critics said. Really messy. I thought this was going to be Nintendo vomit and, you know, it's fan service for the, uh, for the sake of fan service, but it's really not. It was very clever the way that they incorporate each different item, each different character, all the different games. Like, there is a lot to see in this film and it doesn't feel rushed and it doesn't feel like it's vomited in your face. There is a real plot, a real storyline, and everything has a place. Everything has a place. And that is the biggest thing to take away from this review. If you're listening and you haven't seen the film, go and see it. See it. Because this is coming from someone who, yeah, okay, I am a, a big Mario fan, but I'm not a big kids movie fan. I haven't watched... Jesus, what was the last Disney film I watched? I actually don't know. I've avoided a lot of a lot of kids' films, not just Disney, but like Pixar and that as well, because 
with DreamWorks. I think How to Train Your Dragon was the last one I saw in the cinema, <laughs> I think. And I just... I've become a bitter bitch when it comes to Disney and kids films. And... Oh no, sorry. The last one I saw was Turning Red. I think that's what it's called, with the red panda. And I just don't think they're that great anymore. I don't get that same charm from them anymore. But I loved this so much. The animation style, the storyline, the little Easter eggs. And I hate some of these voice actors I would not see in a film. I do not like Seth Rogen, as far as I can throw him, at all. As a voice... As- not, sorry, not as a voice actor, but as an actual actor. As a person, I don't know him. But... In this, he suited Donkey Kong and the way that they made these characters come to life on the screen. It's like your childhood is just there. It was so beautiful to see. This animation style is perfect for the film. And we're going to get to it. Chris Pratt wasn't that bad. For the storyline that they have for this film, Chris Pratt made sense. Because they're not these little purely Italian dudes coming from Italy. They're Italian-American. They've got, you know, the Brooklyn accent. They've got... There's a lot to it. And it makes sense in the film. Like, don't get me wrong, I would have loved to have seen a Mario that is pure Italian and he's, you know, got the real accent and it's all that. But it made sense. This made sense. For an English-speaking film based on an Italian character created in Japan, this made sense, okay? And oh, even even just the little things that they do for Mario and Luigi, like when Luigi's by himself and he's, you know, got his little toolkit and then he brings out the flashlight and it looks like you're about to play Luigi's Mansion. Like it feels like you're playing some of these scenes. It's stuff that we recognize. It's stuff that we just love as Mario fans. But this film is so sweet and so cute and so well animated that any kid or adult even that is a fan of just kids films will enjoy this. There's a start, there's an end, there's a good plot, good storyline. The characters are well developed. You know, you know their backgrounds, you know what they are, who they are, why they're there, why they go to different areas. And then (laughs) like there's a scene where they're in the um, Peach's castle and... The toads are looking at a map of the world or, you know, the the different lands and it looks like the map out of the game. It looks like, you know, it fits really well into the film, but it still has that game element to it where you're like, oh my God, here's this and here's that. And it's just, it's such a fun movie. I have never walked out of a kid's film since I've turned, I don't know, like 21 no, actually, that's a lie, because I really did like, I really did actually like um, whichever How to Train Your Dragon I saw in the cinema. But it's been at least like eight years since I've really enjoyed a film that's a kid's film from the movies. And I love this so much. Like, I want to buy it. <laughs> I want to buy this and I just want to have this to watch on a rotation. Because this, I feel like every time you watch it, you're going to pick up on more little things. And the way that they incorporate like the one-up boxes and the superstar and oh, just, it's just a really well-made, fun kids movie. That's all it comes down to. And the music, oh my God. Okay. So the music is by far the best part of this whole film because it's not just do, 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 do,
soundtrack music. It's not just game music. It's incorporated, it's elevated, it's multiple games as well as actual, um, you know, like orchestrated sounds and stuff. It's not just very 8-bit or game music. It's incorporated in a really, really well done way. <laughs> and Jack Black's Bowser. I thought I was going to watch this and just picture nothing but Jack Black every time he was on screen, but he did really well. There's a lot of scenes in here where he does not sound just normal, typical Jack Black. You know, he he definitely puts on a voice for Bowser. This isn't just Jack Black talking, and he does really well. And some of these characters are just crazy. <laughs> like this little, if anyone's played the Mario, uh, what is it, Mario Galaxy, and you have the little star fragments that you collect, there's one of those in this film. It is the most depressing character, but not because it's depressing. It just says really dark, black, gloomy things in a really upbeat, friendly way. <laughs> It's so, it's, it's weird. The juxtaposition between that character and what it says is weird. And I loved every minute of it because it is so dark and it's definitely put in there for the, the parents that are taking the kids and the, you know, the teens and the adults who have seen and played Mario Galaxy. Like that, that's the things I'm talking about. This film isn't just for the parents from, you know, the eighties playing Super Mario Brothers. This isn't just for the kids now playing Mario Kart. There is something in here for everyone, every kind of Mario fan. There is something in here for you. All age range, all games. It is just, it's got bits and pieces of everything. Even just watching Mario and Luigi run through the city, it is like you're playing the game, the original game. You know, Mario is jumping over everything and opening stuff so Luigi can walk through. Like, it's little stuff. There's a lot of stuff in your face and then there's a lot of subtle stuff and it mixes really, really well in this film. But um, look, honestly, there's not a lot I can say without actually going into spoilers and there's no way in hell with this movie being as early as it is that I'm going to do that. I'm very against doing that. Um, this Even just recording this now is very against out of my norm because I don't usually talk about brand new films, but I couldn't not. <laughs> I could not not talk about this um look the biggest thing to take away from this is Chris Pratt wasn't that bad of a choice the rest of the voice actors are really well done especially um Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach she does a really good job um I wasn't too sure how she was going to go but she's definitely becoming one of my favorite people in Hollywood I think she's a really good actress and she did really well with his voice acting so um but yeah Chris Pratt's good um, the storyline is really, really good. A lot of fun. There's bits and pieces and little Easter eggs in this film for everyone. If you're not sure about seeing this, at least have a go at it at home. Like, I beg, if you're not a Mario fan, but you're a fan of kids' movies, or you're an absolute diehard Mario fan, but you're not too sure, at least watch this at home, because I feel this needs to be seen at least once. Just to make up your mind. Because it's a lot of fun. It's a lot, a lot of fun. <laughs> and it's so much better than I thought it was going to be, honestly. So much better. But um, with that being said, we're at the end of the episode. <laughs> I have rambled on a lot. I know this is probably a bit of a messy review. 
I could talk so much more on this film, but it's going to go into spoilers. And as I said, I, I'm not about that. Um, unless the movie has been out for a really long time, I'm not going to sit here and give you a whole bunch of spoilers, but just give the movie a go. Let me know what you think. Uh, next week is Slapshot and have a happy, fantastic Easter and you'll hear from me next week. Bye guys. <gasps> no, I did it again. <laughs> I keep ending it without the actual <laughs> rating. <laughs> oh, I did this for yesterday's episode as well. Okay. Rewind a bit. <laughs> I'm giving this four out of five. I'm giving this four out of five. This is by no means a five out of five holy grail film. Okay. It's animated. I personally, it's hard for me to do that, but this is four out of five. It's a fun time. Take the kids, you know, take your partner, go with some friends, enjoy the shit out of this film as a Mario fan, as a kids film fan, you're going to love it. Okay. So four out of five, have a happy Easter and you'll hear from me next week. Bye guys. listening to the film spark podcast for all your film needs and more like what you heard give us a shot follow us on spotify apple good pods and more or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod you know what just follow us on everything check out the link tree linktr.ee forward slash film spark pod find us follow us give us a shout we always want to hear from you You still here? It's over. Go home. <laughs>